Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion syllabus in Dada versus United States. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit. Argued February 21st, 2018. Decided May 14th, 2018. Under federal law, a judge normally may issue a wiretap order permitting the interception of communications only within the territorial jurisdiction of the court in which the judge is sitting, 18 U.S.C. 2518-3. Here, a judge for the District of Kansas authorized nine wiretap orders as part of government investigation of a suspected drug distribution ring in Kansas. For the most part, the government intercepted communications from a listening post within Kansas, but each order also contained a sentence purporting to authorize interception outside of Kansas. Based on that authorization, the government intercepted additional communications from a listening post in Missouri. Following the investigation, petitioners Los and Roosevelt Dada were indicted for participating in an illegal drug distribution conspiracy. They moved to suppress the evidence derived from all the wiretaps under subparagraph II of the wiretap statute suppression provision because the language authorizing the interception beyond the, beyond the district court's territorial jurisdiction rendered each order insufficient on its face. 251810AII The government agreed not to introduce any evidence arising from its Missouri listening post, and the district court denied the Dada's motion. On appeals, the Tenth Circuit rejected the Dada's facial insufficiency argument on the grounds that the challenge language did not implicate Congress's core statutory concerns in enacting the wiretap statute. The Supreme Court held, because the orders were not lacking any information that the statute required them to include, and would have been sufficient absent the challenge language authorizing interception outside the court's territorial jurisdiction, the orders were not facially insufficient. The Tenth Circuit applied the Core Concerns Test from the United States versus Corridano and held that subparagraph II applies only where the insufficiency reflects in order's failure to satisfy the statutory requirements that directly and substantially implement the congressional intention to limit the use of wiretapping. The court identified two such core concerns and concluded that neither applies to the state's territorial limitation. But Goridano involved a different suppression provision, subparagraph I, which applies only when the communication was unlawfully intercepted, 251810AI. The underlying point of Goridano's limitation was to help distinguish subparagraph I of 251810A from subparagraphs II and III. It makes little sense to extend the core concerns test to subparagraph II as well. Subparagraph II, therefore, does not include a Goridano-like core concerns requirement. That said, this court cannot fully endorse the Dada's interpretation of the statute. The Dada's read subparagraph II as applying to any legal defect that appears within the four corners of an order. Clearly, 
subparagraph II covers at least an order's failure to include the information required by 2518-4A through E, but that does not mean that every defect that may conceivably appear in an order results in an insufficiency. Here, the sentence authorizing interception outside of Kansas is surplus. Its presence is not connected to any other relevant part of the orders. Absent the challenge language, every wiretap that produced evidence introduced at the Dada's trial was properly authorized under the statute. While the orders do not specifically list the, ter the territorial area where they could lawfully take effect, they clearly set forth the authorizing judge's territorial jurisdiction, the District of Kansas, and the statute itself presumptively limits every order's scope to the issuing court's territorial jurisdiction. This interpretation of the term insufficient does not. As the Dada's contend, produce bizarre results. Rather, it makes sense of the suppression provision as a whole. First and second judgment are affirmed. Justice Breyer delivered the opinion of the court in which all other members joined except Justice Gorsuch, who took no part in the consideration or decision of the case. Remember certiorari from the Tenth Circuit. Thank you for listening.